What is up? Welcome to the Rad Rides Podcast. My name is Jason Zollers. I'm going to be your host on this amazing journey, and we're going to be speaking with a guy by the name of Jonah Santiago. He has a 2004 Acura TL six-speed. You may remember this car from the early 2000s. His is even cooler because, that's right, it has a supercharger bolted onto the side of it. He is a 26-year-old mechanical engineer using his skills to build his cars uh, in a seven-and-a-half-foot tall garage, so it is a tiny garage. It's a very unique car. You really don't see too many of these anymore riding around that are as clean as his. Uh, there's not a lot of aftermarket support for this car, so therefore he has to hand make a lot of his own parts. Again, it is a supercharged vehicle for a vehicle that was never meant to be supercharged, so there was a lot of tuning and a lot of trials and tribulations that went on, but he built this thing in a year, which is absolutely crazy. Uh, right now he has his own YouTube where he shows how he builds a lot of the things on his car. Uh, he's a creator himself, like myself. He actually, after we spoke, uh, after the, the podcast, me and him spoke uh, about being a creator and actually putting out content. And let me tell you, this guy has so many great ideas. Uh, I can't really, I can't wait to see when he's done with this car and what else he does there on YouTube. Go follow him. He's up to a thousand followers. The guy knows what he's talking about. Uh, I really enjoyed speaking with him. Uh, you know, he had a fresh, good perspective on just, uh, you know, the car scene in general. Uh, he's talked a lot about the TL community and the shade that's actually been thrown at him, which I think is funny because, uh, to tell you the truth, he's probably one of these guys who has one of the three or four cars that gets thrown around the internet in the TL community the most, and it's probably what a lot of people emulate off of. But I really enjoyed speaking with him, and I hope you really enjoy the podcast today. Today's episode is brought to you by Guardian Angels Medical Service Dogs. My great friend, veteran, my ex-roommate, all-around patriot, Army Captain John Kelly has been brought great comfort by his service dog ranger through the Guardians Angels program. It costs around $22,000 to provide 500 to 2,000 hours of training per dog so that they can deal with the medical and psychological needs of their partner, and the recipients of these dogs do not pay a dime. Since the first successful pairing, Guardian Angels is very proud to have donated more than 300 wonderful service dogs with deserving veterans and others in need. Guardian Angels trains for a variety of conditions from mitigation of post-traumatic stress disorder and or traumatic brain injury symptoms to seizure or insulin alerting to mobility issues and more. Guardian Angels Medical Service Dogs is funded entirely by donation and private grant support. My buddy John and uh, Ranger, I see him all the time, and it brings me great comfort in knowing that he is with him and is bringing him great comfort as well. John and Ranger are going to be with me on an upcoming episode of the podcast. Medicalservicedogs.org is where you can find them, or you can get on the Rad Rides podcast website, www.radrides.com, under donations and charity. And Today's episode is also brought to you by Help Hard. Created by my friend, veteran, and Army Sergeant James Bendel, he uses monetary contributions to assist vocational technical school students with scholarships and helps boost other nonprofits in need. James was inspired by a blue-collar family while watching his parents work hard. His military and business background has taught him many things, including perseverance, leadership, integrity, and very clearly how to use a firearm safely. Uh, this is a great foundation. Uh, he continues to help the younger generation and ensure that the next round of kids will have the skills necessary to succeed. 
There's a serious need right now for men and women who can work with their hands in these vocational type of applications. I know if I didn't play football in college, I would have gone to a vocational school. So it's something I'm very passionate about. Check him out online at Help Hard on Facebook. Also, he also has a great uh, Crazy Horse Coffee House here in Washington, Pennsylvania. If you're in the Washington or Pittsburgh region, please go check him out over there. He also does the local cars and coffee during the spring, summer, and fall months and does all types of stuff for the local community. Go check him out, Crazy Horse Coffee. All right, guys and gals, I am super excited about this podcast today. This guy is an absolute savage. He's so young and he's so talented. Uh, I took lots of pictures of this car. You can get online, www.radridespodcast.com. Follow along with us here. Uh, I've took plenty of pictures. That way you can see exactly what we're talking about. You can see the little ins and outs and the custom parts and the one-off handmade items that Jonah actually made. So, Without further ado, please welcome to the podcast, Mr. Jonah Santiago. It's like somewhat of a kind of a nice day. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean? Even though it's raining, it's uh at least it's warm out here. True. So, you know. I'll have yeah. fun driving in the rain though later on. Yeah, these, exactly. These tires don't don't grab it all. That's in the all good, man. It's all good. But uh no man, no, we're live. We're recording here. So we're out here in Hopewell PA. Uh, I think uh, everyone has seen enough pictures of this online at, at this point to know exactly what we're talking about. So uh, kind of introduce yourself to everybody, let everybody know what you brought here or what I came to see and uh, all that good stuff at this point. What's going on? My name is Jonas Santiago. I, uh, I drive a 2004 Acura TL. It is a six speed and it is not like your ordinary um, Acura TL. This one is supercharged. Yes, absolutely. And that's, uh, so I found you on Instagram and, uh, whenever I'm like trying to, f when I first started, I would go to car shows and like find people, you know, that I, I kind of like their cars and stuff. But now that it's winter, there's no car shows. So mm -hmm. I troll Instagram. I'm like guys who that I like, I'm like, man, that's a cool car. That's completely different from like what anybody has out there. You know, of course you get no, no offense. Of course you get your Mustangs and your Camaros and things like that. <laughs> We got his buddy in here too, who has a Mustang. So we we had to crack on him a little bit for it. You know what I mean? I did that in one of my last videos too. So. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, there's there, you know, not to knock on them. There's a reason why there's a lot of them out there is because they're really nice cars. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And there's a reason why there's not a lot of these out here because there's not a lot of guys who uh, know how to build them or, or you know know what they are. And I like to find unique cars that people are building in their garage because it's uh, it's more fun that way. True. You know what I mean? Very true. So, and to tell everybody how you came up with the, the, why everybody calls this the base. Because usually when you talk about cars that are, you know, base models, you go, oh man, I don't, I don't really like that. I need some upgrades to it. But uh, it seems like the Acura community uh, really uh, embraces the base, you know, name on yeah. these cars right here. <laughs> the, embrace the base on my Right, exactly. And that's the name uh, on your Instagram as well. Yes. Embrace yes. the base. Uh, yeah. So for Acura TLs and People might correct me for this because I, I want to make sure I get my facts straight. But mm -hmm. for the Acura TLs, they, they first came out in 2004 with a uh, base package. And they, there was no Type S yet. Type S didn't come until 2007, 2008. So base was available in, in two options. You had your manual transmission or your automatic transmission. Um, the base has an option for the, or the, the manual transmission option that you have comes with probably the better specs. Correct, yes. Of, of, of the two. 
Um, and actually, if you if you put the Type S and the base six speed side to side, the really the main differences are some suspension and of course the the different engine. Right. The Type S has a three five. This one has a three two. Other than that, um, I mean, they both handle pretty good. Uh, they both come with uh, the Brembo package up in the front, so this is stock. Oh, so it was. It was a stock yeah, so Brembo they, package. I, I'm not sure why Acura decided to give the um, front-wheel drive TLs the Brembo brakes, but... I don't know. It, they look great. I was going to ask you about that. We were, we were kind of walking around before. I was going to ask. I didn't know that they... Uh, it's they apparently it's a that. pretty common thing. They did it with the uh, RLs, too. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they gave Brembo brakes for the RLs, so... Well, that's nice. Um, but I, I do know there is a, um, a spec package for the base. That is very rare now. Okay. Um, I don't know how many they actually made, but uh, the A-Spec pack package came with this lip kit. Um, but the lip kit in the front is a little mm -hmm. bit different. This is actually the Type S lip in the front. It also came with um, either wood or carbon fiber trim on the steering wheel. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's a few small differences you'll be able to tell. I think so far in my time of owning this car, I've only seen one a spec like true a spec package and okay. someone was trying to sell it for like 10 grand you know and it's such an old car <laughs> right right yeah so like, yeah i mean it's weird to talk about 2004 being an old car yeah <laughs> but it's an old car it is, you know it is. Uh, when i had my my rsx people were like what years i was like it's an 02 they're like oh that's an old car mm -hmm. i was like but i guess when i was growing up i mean those were the hot cars when i was growing up so yep. i don't think of them as old cars i think of old cars as like Chevelle's yeah, and yeah. you know eighties and seventies and sixties yep. and fifties cars. I don't think about two thousands cars being old, mm. but I guess they are. You know, I mean, you're going to be able to get classic plates on this thing here pretty soon. Pretty soon, yeah. You and know? when I'm driving this down the road and people say, "Oh, it's a nice looking car. What year is it?" That's like one of the first questions right. they ask. What year is it? Two thousand four. That's a two thousand four. It is because the design on it was it was great from the factory. It was kind of a timeless design on these yeah. things. You know, we talked to you know when we were in the car uh, driving. We did take this for a ride beforehand, and let me tell you, it, it rides absolutely incredible. But we were talking. You know, they they car manufacturers kind of lost their way. You yeah, know, there definitely. for a while, and they didn't really have timeless designs. Yeah, and it was like, oh, okay, that's you know, a car from this era. That's a car from this era. These they really have aged extremely well. Oh yeah. You know, I think by far one of the one of the better of Acura's oh, lineup. For sure, for sure, yeah. I mean, it, it was the same thing with my RSX. People said O2, and yeah. they're like, "Man, this yeah. thing looks like it's, you know, like a brand new car." Yep. You know, a shout out to the designers who did that. You know, <laughs> right. I mean, that's, you know, uh, it, it's it's very very well put together. You know, and Acura always did a good job. And again, I have a soft spot because that was, it's one of the two cars I only re I regret selling was uh, my RSX and. I told myself I'd probably, when they're available, get the real Type R's from Japan. I'll get another one because it was such a good car. That would be awesome if you had. You know? And, <laughs> you I mean, they're coming R. around. I mean, again, you're going to be able to import them here pretty soon because yep. they're going to be classic cars. Exactly. You know? So. That's another interesting fact about this. I don't know if you knew that, but um, the TLs are actually only made in the U.S. Yes, only made in the U.S. So they're not JDM. <laughs> right. Right. I tagged JDM in them a couple times. So I'm like, man, I'm sure people are going to be like, that's not really a JDM car, but hey, whatever. It says know. Acura. It's okay. It says Acura, right. Uh, when I was talking to Brian, I did an a episode on nothing but German cars. He has a German car collection. Yep. I didn't know that they build a bunch of rabbits right here in Westmoreland County. Really? Yeah. So I we were talking, that. and I'm like, man, this has great, great German put, put together. He's like, oh, my dad actually built this, like, in Westmoreland County. Like, that's where the factory was. I was Interesting. like, what? So I, I didn't know that. But there's a lot of cars like that that are designed in, you know, Japan or Germany or wherever, and then they're built here, and, yep. you know, then you, 
you're like, oh, well, what is it? Is it an American car? Is it, you know? <laughs> it's a JD muscle car. <laughs> That's exactly right. So what made you want to get this car? I always like to ask this question because especially with guys who have kind of off-kilter cars, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to know the reason why they decided to buy it. <laughs> so, okay, so, so the funny thing is, is that prior to this car, I actually also owned an RSX, as I told you earlier. Yes. It was a 2002 base. It was a five-speed but not a Type S, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, I was in college. I've had that car since 2013, from 2013 to 2017. Okay. And I decided to get rid of it because I was going for job interviews, right? And I wanted something a little more, you know, mature, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, and it was mainly actually my parents that were ripping on me because they're just like, you know what? You, you, this thing's like a toy for you. You need to upgrade to something more pr professional. Oh, the parents. They always know best, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So, so I was like, okay, fine. I'll start looking. And um, I actually had really no interest in this car. This was on the bottom of my list. I was looking at um, STIs. <laughs> okay. Just like every other guy in Pennsylvania. Just every other guy in Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> Looking at an STI. STI. And um, that was the first pick. Then after that, was going to be a Jetta GLI. Mm -hmm. And it was just weird because the day that I went to go look at all the cars, all of them fell through. Someone bought them the next day. And this was the last one on the list. So I went to that small local dealership. And they're just like, yeah, this is it, blah, blah, blah. It was bone stock. You know, didn't have anything on it. There was even uh, did you cracks. do a lot of research on the car beforehand or not was it really. like i like the i like the i just know. i knew it was a six speed and i knew it had some power to it okay and it was more power than the rsx so <laughs> i was like let's let's go for something that i put it on the list so then, power yeah. pow uh, power is going to be the theme on this podcast i have a feeling oh yeah we yeah, talked yeah. about <laughs> yeah so so that's how that's how i got so i got it um and then you know my initial plans for it was just we'll just put some wheels and give it a little bit of low mm-hmm Call it, it starts. call it a year, and then I'll, I'll find you know another car that I want in the future, and then uh, we'll go from there. But obviously, this is not what it right. looks like anymore. And this, uh, so for everybody online who's looking at this car, it looks white, but this was not the original color of the car, correct? That's what correct. was the original color of this? The car? original color is anthracite metallic. Okay, um, and you wrapped it, and you did a phenomenal job, by the thank way. Thank you. Thank you. You wrapped it, and you cannot see any more of that. You know, uh, you you actually can. I got lazy and um, didn't do. The oh, roof so the yet. top. Is, okay, the so the top's the original roof. Not is the original yet. Color. I, I mean, I still am gonna do it. Okay. All right. I thought maybe you just did it because it looks uh, it looks pretty cool. So. Well, no one, I, no one can really tell. Obviously. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. But tell me a little bit about this color that you picked because it is it isn't white. Right. So I I picked this color. Um, I I did like the white TLs, or I still do. Mm -hmm. Um, I favor those more than the, the darker colored ones, obviously, since mine's bright gray. <laughs> um, but I, I picked this color because I wanted something that kind of stood out, mm -hmm. but also um, wasn't too crazy of a color. Because I guess that's kind of like the trend nowadays where people just pick like a really loud color to stand right. out. And like, depending on the type of car, it can pull it off, mm -hmm. right? So if like you had your exotics and you have like a bright yellow, bright green. Yeah, like those new Porsches, the yeah, way you do them exactly. in the purples and the blues and stuff. Like, I like that. I think that's cool. Right, and it, it, yeah. it pulls it off nicely. So, mm -hmm. But I wanted something a little more neutral, so that mm -hmm. way, in case it doesn't look so good, I'll be all right. <laughs> I'll be content. Um, so I picked this color um, mainly because if you, if you walk around the front sure. here, actually, mm -hmm. You can see that I am going with the complementing color of amber slash orange. Yes. Burnt copper. Absolutely. Um, Which is underneath the hood. Right, yes. So if you go back to your art class, mm -hmm. when way back when, um, you have your complementary colors, right? Mm -hmm. And blue and orange are complementing co colors. Okay. 
So I decided I, I wanted a lot to of do, thought into this. Yeah, I wanted to do some type of shade of blue. And I already know that the Type S's come in this uh, color. It's called Kinetic Blue Pearl. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, they're very rare, too, by the way. But I wanted something a little bit different. So then I ended up going for this gloss cloudy blue. This is Avery Dennison uh, Vinyl Wrap. Okay. Yeah. yeah it, and it looks great. It's one of those colors where you're like, you look at it and you're like, there's something different to it. You know, mm -hmm. it's not a white car, you know. Mm -hmm. And... And we talked about it in some of the pictures it shows up as white and then some of them it kind of shows more of the blue the yep. blue hue you know behind it especially probably in the fall with your orange and honestly I, I i think you can't really catch the color until you see it in person that's correct yeah I, I mean i i kept talking i kept thinking to myself after i posted it i was like it's a white car it's a white car now i even told you my, my mom she's big into white cars oh yeah and japanese yeah, yeah. cars so right, right. she was like oh i love that car you know because i think she thought it was white you know what i mean but it it's like the perfect amount of shade on it mm -hmm. at this point. So, and then you, did you wrap it yourself? I did, yes. Okay. It took T me... Um... You have way more patience than I do. I'm going to tell you right now, buddy. <laughs> I would go crazy. So, tell me a little bit of the process of uh, learning how to do that. Uh, so, let's go. I, I started watching a lot of YouTube videos. Okay. okay. So I'm, and I'm, you have your own YouTube. I have my own YouTube, yep. yes. Um, I'm YouTube certified when it comes to doing <laughs> car work, <laughs> as some would call it. But... So uh, I watched a lot of videos on, on how to do certain parts of the car. Um, and then I did a test job on the hood because it's the flattest part. Right. So after I got that down, I was more comfortable with working the material. I started going to the next complicated part, which would be like the doors. Um, and I'm then sure I'd, probably the, I'm sure the mirrors were probably the, the, pretty so tough. So the mirrors were actually the last that I'd done, or the last that I did, mm -hmm. I believe so. Um, it was very hard to do. Oh, yeah, I, I messed sure. up four times. <laughs> it, the pull process took me about um, almost two weeks. Okay. But that's coming okay. home from work. So, like, after five, five o'clock, maybe I start at six, and then I went all the way to, like, midnight. Okay. Because so, you have a regular job, just like the rest exactly, of us. Exactly, exactly. You're, yeah. uh, you're not a YouTube star yet, yeah, where no, you can uh, sit at home all and, day and, and just I, do YouTube videos. <laughs> I really had to convince the wife to let me finish it. You know, oh, really? <laughs> that was one of the harder things to do, was just like, hey, listen, I just need a one week, or like one and a half weeks to, to just finish this. Go do my stuff? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, what was kind of, kind of the hardest part? Was it, is it making sure that you just don't have any bubbles, or that you're not ripping the material? Or I've never wrapped a car, so I... I've seen plenty of people, you know, do the wraps and everything, and some of them look really good. Some of them look a little shoddy. Right, this one yeah. looks great. I mean, you, you definitely put some work into it for sure. Yeah, so um, obviously, yeah, you don't want any bubbles. You don't want any um, wrinkles. And so typically what you do is you, you try to, what they call glass, the uh, material out. Mm -hmm. And that's basically you stretch the material out as much as you can over the piece. So that way it's already flat across most of the surface. Okay. So whenever you take your squeegee, your felt tip, um, card or whatever squeegee you can get those um, bubbles all that air out pretty easily but um, Avery Dennison has a pretty good air release technology so it's very forgiving if you mess up so if you do have a wrinkle you can just keep playing with it until it goes away so it goes away yeah. oh that's nice so it, it they kind of cater to guys who want to do it themselves yeah. in the I feel like garage. I'm a salesman for them right now <laughs> no, hey man hey tag them you know you never know they might uh, they might they might want you to uh, do some more YouTubes on yeah, you know, uh, how yeah. to rap stuff you that's know? true hey if the guy who got fired for mixing paints got a, a new job mixing paint somewhere else and probably more money, then I think you uh, you could do something with wraps. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was a crazy story. Absolutely not. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Saw, I only saw, like, the highlight clip of someone that made 
that's right for it. yeah yeah it's, it's super crazy yeah. so tell me about the uh so you said it does have some a spec parts mm -hmm. as far as body parts go on this what what was a spec what was s type okay so um so yeah or type s i should say the base accurate tls come with no lip kit okay um the only one that comes with a different i guess kind of kit would be the side skirts would be the type s um, there are three different styles for the lip kits of the Accurate TL. Um, you have the base A-spec, you have the Type S A-spec, and then you also have like a Type S side skirt. That's it. Okay. So it's a little confusing, I know, and I kind of have like a Frankenstein hybrid here <laughs> going on. It looks good. Um, this front lip is the Type S front lip, A-spec. Okay. All right. The side skirts are the base A-spec side skirts. Okay. So... The um, rear lip is also a A-spec lip, but it's for the base. All right. Um, and it's really hard to, to show you without actually like, giving you comparisons of what, what it is. Right, exactly. Well, I'm going to take plenty of pictures. So if guys, okay. I'm, sure, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of guys who go on there and look and say, oh, yeah, that's, that's what this is. Because I usually get a lot of questions on, and I'm sure you do too from your YouTube. Oh, how'd you build that? What is that? <laughs> what wheel size is this? What's this? What's that? It's All the like, time. All the time, man. Because someone, because I mean, other people are building this. Yeah, you know? of course. I mean, so. and you you got to have some kind of patience for it. Too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, I love talking about it. I yeah. was talking about my car. I'm sure you love talking about your car. Of course. You know? Or else you wouldn't be here. So. That's, that's very true. <laughs> so tell me about what you got underneath it as well. So you, not only did you do the lip kit. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you also have. So I have a, I guess, a splitter kit as well. Right. Um, I, the front splitter I have, I custom made that with a quarter inch sheet of HDPE. Oh wow! Okay, so, so you did this yourself? Yeah, I started oh, off wow, with man. a. Uh, this looks great. I started off with a foam setting or mm -hmm. a, um, just a foam piece from like a Home Depot. Okay. And then I just I mounted it up and started trimming how I wanted it to be. Well, actually, what I did was I took a uh, block of wood. Okay. And then I kind of traced it. What you needed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then. And then after that, I just cut to how I wanted it to. Wow. Because obviously you can see the sides. So it's a one-off deal. I mean, no one else has this at this. Yeah, point. no one else has it. Um, a couple people have hit me up and they said, "Hey, uh, can you make more of these?" And I'm just right. like, "Do you want to pay two hundred dollars in shipping?" Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, or, or do you want to drive all the way here? That's true. Yeah, yeah we're that. Or yeah, that. yeah. So um, yeah, it looks great, man. I, I thought maybe you just bought the kit. You know what I mean? No, so yeah. That's, so that's something I made. The um, side skirts, or I'm sorry, the side splitters are. They were just some universal eBay ones. Okay. It was just more of a cosmetic, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, but they're cut the length, so that is um, nothing too big. Not a big deal there. Same right. with the canards. They don't really do anything. Right. A lot of this. They look is, good though. A lot of this is just cosmetics, but I wanted to make sure that I had the performance. Right, to back up the cosmetics. Right. So of the someone car. wanted to say that, you know, that's too tacky and it's all, all show, no go. And I'll be like, whoa. Like, well, unfortunately. <laughs> so back here, coming to the back. Right, so this um, this is your base A spec rear lip, right? But okay. this is modified. I cut it to incorporate quad tips. Yes. So um, the 04 to 06 TLs only come with single tips. Okay. Or I guess, I guess dual tips, dual. that's what you call it, yeah. Right. And uh, the quad tips don't fit. So I was annoyed, and I kind of cut into the bumper, into the lip, and I was like, I'll make it work. Mm -hmm. I ran with it for maybe about a month, and I was just like, you know what, I want to make a diffuser. Right. <laughs> so I cut the whole lip all the way across, similar to the RSX style. Okay, yeah. And oh, um, great. I put this diffuser on there. Okay. And uh, Look, I Where'd you get the diffuser from? So I, this is another thing that I made. Oh, you made yeah, this as this well? Is, I made this oh, as well. Oh, man. Um, all right. 
So, and this is a really sought out for diffuser right now. I have endless messages on my social media. People really? Just like, where'd you buy that? Can you make one for me? And right now people are still asking me, like, are you going to be making more? Because we'll buy one. I even had to put like a poll out to see if really if it'd be worth yeah doing I, it. I had like 130 people reach out and be like yes. Wow. So really? I was like, you know, maybe hey, I man, should, that's a little business right there. I should start side. talking to some companies to start right. making these. Right. Um, but yeah, so this was this was a one-off thing, but if it comes to it, you know, and and I can be convinced, and I have a little bit of time on my hands. Mm-hmm. Then, well, we talked about time in the in the car ride too. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's hard to come by. You it know, is, we have a family and work and everything like that. Again, you're you're not a YouTube star yet. No, no, no. no so no, you no. don't have all day to just sit around and make. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, right. <laughs> to make videos all day, and then you have a little ducktail spoiler here. Yeah. So this is a um, endless RPM. I think it's a ducklip style spoiler. Okay. You can buy this off their website, and then um, me, you know, it's not real carbon fiber. It's just right. Wrapped. Yeah, which it really doesn't need to be. No, it doesn't. I mean, I mean what is it going to be doing? So right, exactly. All that downforce. <laughs> all the downforce on the rear wheels right. that uh, that's driven by the front. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then did you, I'm sure, did you paint this or wrap all the handles this, and everything? The handles I had to wrap also. Okay. I took those off the car completely. Um, and I actually have to redo it at some point because you can kind of tell on the inside where it's kind of peeling back. Oh, yeah. But You're okay. <laughs> yeah. You can't see it. It's only until right. you go up close. Right, right. And, and then you smoked. It. Did you smoke the the uh no those the indicators are, or is that it That's... those are uh well stock they come orange and red mm-hmm. orange in the front and then red in the back correct these are aftermarket um oh, okay so you just bought indicators some. yeah all right and then tell everybody your wheel and tire package because i'm sure that's what a lot of people ask what how what's the size of your wheel and tire because that's what everybody yep. wants right yep yep <laughs> so so the wheel and tire specs um so i'm running these are esr rf 15s uh they are 18 by nine and a half plus 22 and they are wrapped in Hankook RS4s, 265, 35, 18. Okay. Yeah. How'd you pick the size? Did you did you measure it, or did you go off of some other cars out there? Uh, it was a little kind of mix of both. Okay. Um, I so before I got into like the, the performance side of modding this car, I was kind of like the stance life, mm-hmm. right? So okay. I I kind of figured out at that point what what my limitations were with wheels, right? Based off other people, mm-hmm. um, and then. Also, you know, getting some feedback from other people that are on the performance side of this that run thicker tires. Um, that's whenever I kind of combined the two. Originally, I was running a set of wheels that were 18 by 9.5 plus 35 Oof. with the same tire specs, and I had no issues at all, no rubbing. Okay. Everyone was like, You're, you'll be good with that setup. Okay. But I wanted a little tiny bit more poke, you know, something right. a little more yeah, aggressive. Hanging out a little bit, yeah. So I went with a plus 22 offset. Okay, and yeah. then do you have these rolled? Are the fenders rolled or anything? Yeah, so they're rolled, okay. um, slightly pulled, very slightly, especially in the oh, front. Really? You okay. can kind of tell when, at, if you look at a certain angle, like I had to really pull it. Oh, okay, off. all right. It doesn't um, look bad though. No, it looks no. great. It looks pretty stock. Um, you know what I mean? Honestly, though, I, I I wish I could go a tiny bit lower, just a tiny bit. Okay. Um, but that's probably going to require me to put some type of fender flare or wide body. Right. I don't know. I kind of like the setup the way it is right Same. now. You, you too. know what I mean? It's real nice. It's, you know, it kind of goes with that timeless theme. I mean, yep. you've you've done small little modifications here or there that, like, someone like me, you know, like, pulling out the fender, like, I would never know that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, the, the casual passerby. Now, if I owned a TL, it might be different. I might mm-hmm. be like, oh, yeah, that guy pulled it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's, a you know, everything works with each other on the car. It's not like, oh, I just slapped this on here and I slapped that on there because it's cool, you know? Definitely. So, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've really thought the whole thing out at this point, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
which is hard to come by in the uh, sometimes in the Japanese car world. I think I feel like uh, it's all who has the best parts at Clout. this point, and let's <laughs> just throw a bunch of crap at the car, and yeah. then uh, yeah, I got this part, I got this part, this one. I'm like, well, you know, does and, it... and, and honestly, uh, a lot about the things that I put on my car, a lot of the parts, um, I I like to go with smaller companies. Okay. Um, the, right. Those that don't really have the reputation yet, because I don't mind being the guinea pig. Right. But it, customer service is also another part that I'm really worried about too. So if right. I, if I hear or if I see reviews that people say the customer service is good, but they're not very, you know, known, mm -hmm. I'll still go with it. So I'm not too much of like a whole brand, you know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You don't want to call them junkie, but like. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I think. I think the. Uh, I think the. Japanese car world is about that, right? Yeah, Whatever the is. hottest part is, you know, like, I think right now everybody's what on the Rocket Bunny, you know, yeah. kits. I mean, that's what everybody wants, these big, huge kits. Some of them, I'm a, I, I don't care for, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not yeah. my style, you know, but they want it because it's the name behind it at this point, yep. you know? Um, oh, for sure. And I mean, it's gone through that. Uh, when I was, you know, kind of building cars when I was growing up in like the early 2000s and stuff, I mean, it was like AEM and, you know, all those types of guys, yep. you know, that everybody had to have those parts. And now it's like, I mean, now it's complete, something completely different, mm -hmm. you know, at this point. Of so course. I think, you know, it's like fashion. It's like, you know, anything else, it comes and goes. Well, that's yeah. funny to say because my saying is like, why would I buy a brand new Nike golf shirt at Dick's? Right. When I can go to Marshall's and it's missing a thread. Yeah. <laughs> and get it for a quarter right. of the price. <laughs> exactly. And especially on something like this, because there's not a lot of guys building this, so I'm sure you have to do a lot of your own research. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And that's... There, there really is not an aftermarket support. Supporting this. Yeah. 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 I, I felt that way. I, so when I bought my Nova, it's a 68. Mm -hmm. It's a one-year only. I didn't know it was a one-year only because it looks like the 69s through 72s. Gotcha. But it was the first year of the body change, and they only did they did one-off parts on the whole car. And so when I was rebuilding it and doing doing the restoration on it, I, I found that like none of the 69 and 72 parts fit, and only 68s do. So you have to go with some of these smaller guys who are building all their own stuff at this point, uh -huh. you know, because there's just not the aftermarket support. For oh yeah, it at this point, you none. Know? So, um, so going to the I want to save the engine for last because that engine yeah, is yeah, nice, fine. man. I just I was trying to find a battery. For yeah, you're battery. good. Oh, did you run out of battery on your? I did, yeah. On your deal. So yeah. he's also doing okay. a uh, a little YouTube video on this. This is a perfect time actually because I need a beer. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. You're also doing a YouTube video on this that you're going to post up. Yeah, as well. Correct. I'll, I'll and tell everybody about your YouTube a little bit. Since uh, okay, doing. so my channel's actually been existing for maybe ten years. Um, oh, okay, wow. I actually do music. Well, All right. I, I did music throughout high school and college. And then uh, the degree that I went for kind of, you know, didn't really give me the time right. that I wanted for what's your anymore. What's your degree in? So I, uh, I work in a, or a mechanical engineering. Okay. Um, and I work now as a mechanical engineer in okay. the steel industry. All right. Um, but yeah, so I didn't really have the time to do YouTube videos anymore. I had to focus on school. Right. And um, I just kind of sparked it back up this October, starting with car stuff, because I just, mm -hmm. you know, it's a unique build. I feel like people would like it. I took a shot, and uh, apparently it's, it's a, becoming somewhat of a hit. You right. Know? Right. So, like, I'm close to 1,000 subscribers. I know it's not a lot to some other people, but in the, if look, you look man, at the time span, yeah, the growth yes. is pretty good. Right. Exactly. You know, 
it's hard, you know, because when I started this, you know, you, you hear about these guys that have just, you know, millions of people who follow them and stuff like that. And uh, you have to remind yourself, like like you said, you've only been doing this for a little while, right. A, and you're doing it on the side. It's yeah. not your job. If this was your job and it was like, that's how you made your money, you probably would put more time into it. Of course. You know? and, <laughs> and that's what everybody asked me when doing this. They're like, well, what's the... How much are you making off this? I'm like, oh, I'm not making anything off this. I just it's enjoy just doing it. I yeah. enjoy talking to people. I enjoy, you know, seeing crazy cars and uplifting some of these guys who are building yeah. stuff in their garage like you are. Because we get kind of thrown under the rug, oh, yeah. you know, for yeah. all the big million-dollar builds and SEMA cars and this and that. You know, that's not really what progresses the industry. You know, that's not what keeps it going. It's guys like us that are building stuff. Of course. You know, that are seeing those cars and going, oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. That's the exact thought that goes in my head. Right, <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, exactly. It's just time. That's it. <laughs> so you're a mechanical engineer during the day. Yes. I wanted to be an engineer when I was growing up. Really? I played. Unfortunately, I played college football, and I couldn't do both. So uh, I chose the easier route. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to be an engineer. Uh, you know, so. Uh, but you work in the steel industry. You said? I do. Yes. Okay. I work in the steel industry. What um, do you What do you do specifically for? So I'm a design engineer. Oh wow! Um, okay. So the the industry that I'm or the company I work for, we provide um, machinery to process steel, basically. So if oh, you okay, ever nice. see like your uh, steel mills mm -hmm. or um, you know rolling mills, any any type of mill you go to, most of the time you'll see the company name on one of those machines. Okay. And there might be a good chance that I've actually worked on one of them. Oh or wow! Designed man. a piece for it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and like I said, you you know you you got a regular job and a family just like the rest of us. Yep. So this is a little side project and a hobby at this of point. Of course, yeah. You know, so so back to the car here uh, okay. on your interior. Um, interior, okay. So it's pretty it's pretty stock. Yeah. You know what I mean? When we rode in it, it was extremely nice to ride in. I mean, yeah, yeah. You said you wanted to upgrade the the seats a little bit. Right. So um, I do. It's full gray interior. Mm -hmm. um, Gray leather, gray leather, everybody. Yeah, gray leather with a little bit of black here and there. Mm -hmm. um, and I like it, honestly, but for what I'm going for, I just wanted more of a you know, black, like, right. darker look. I understand. Um, so I, I did actually get a chance to go to the surrounding junkyards in the area and just picked all the scraps that I needed. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's the um, best way to do it, man. Those junkyards are a gold mine. Oh, man. my goodness. Yeah, yeah. And you get it for so cheap, too, you know? Oh, yeah. They're just trying to get rid of it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I do plan to swap the interior to black. I have most of it, if not all of it. Um, and that's mainly because I wanted to put bucket seats in there. Mm -hmm. um, recently, I took the car autocrossing for the first time. And yes, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, so I, I well, we could talk about it a little bit. But, yeah, um, sure. I noticed that when I'm, you know, taking these turns, I'm more focusing on me in the seat than actually mm -hmm. trying to get the turn down. Right. And so I was like, this isn't, this isn't unacceptable. <laughs> I need well, something. when they built the TL, I'm sure they built it for comfort. This yes, was a luxury. Course, this was their luxury sedan. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and those seats, they, they look comfortable as hell, and they are comfortable yeah. as hell. We did ride in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, you know, again, it's a typical Acura. They, they built it really well. They built it for what it's supposed to do. Yep. You just want to do something different with it. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and, and actually, um, me and others who do similar things to the, uh, TL, we kind of get a little bit of shade thrown at us sometimes. Really? Huh? Yeah. Cause people. Is there shade in the, in the Acura TL? Oh my goodness. Really? It's, it's so bad. It's I would a, think these guys would want to band together because you're uh, all building kind of a different car. And know? if anyone's listening to this, they can, they can attest to it too. Um, the TL community is it's so toxic. It's so toxic. Really? Like oh, the Facebook community and the forums. It's just like any mod you do, people are like, that's stupid. 
Really? Yeah, it's it's um, it's unbearable. I don't know how and I don't know why, but um, it's really bad. And a lot of people, they'll see this car or not a lot of people, but mm -hmm. there'll be some people that see this car or another car similar. And they'll be like, why would you do this to it? You just ruined all of Acura's What's the luxury. big knock on it? It's not a race car. Okay. That's what people say. And I, and I agree. It's not. But I don't think you're advertising as a race car. Exactly. You're, built, not, you're advertising as kind of a, a street fighter. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looks great for the street. You're, you're not out here uh, beating it down, you know, every week on the track. I know I'm not. Although you've taken it out, you said. I have taken it out <laughs> once, and I plan on doing more. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's funny. It's weird because you're right. There's different cars, and the different car scenes, yeah. they get various knocks on them. Yep. Um, you know, luckily, I'm one of the younger guys who build muscle cars at this point. So, and that community is pretty cool because it's all a bunch of old guys and yeah. they just like to, you know, they just like to look at each other's stuff at this point. <laughs> so, but I could see, I could see being a little toxic, but still, I mean, it's still a build. It I is, yeah. Well, know. most of the builds you see in the TL community are they're, they're just really low slammed cars, luxury. Um, what, right, what, VIP is VIP what they call style, yeah. Yeah, VIP, VIP style. style, right. So it, when you see something like this, it's just like, what is this? I've never seen <laughs> something like this before. Um, but those are the ones that I've always liked and I've always yeah. uh, looked up to. I had a, a 97 Mazda B4000 on the first truck, and there was guys who were slamming those. But there was only like two or three guys, yep. and you saw the same two or three cars over and over. And I'm sure yours is probably one of the two or three that yes. are out there. That... There's probably, um, I'd say, less than 20 of us in the U.S., across the U.S., and Canada probably. Okay. That are this much into this. Building. All right. Um yeah, and, and actually, it's pretty funny because we have our own little community, too. So oh, I'm we, sure. we know each other, like, through, <laughs> you know, internet and everything. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I was talking to my buddy. I'm, I'm thinking about selling my FJ out there and getting a, uh, I know, but people are going to bust on me for it, but getting a 350Z, a Nismo. Yeah. And 350Zs get a pretty bad rap now, you yeah. know. They're yeah, kind they of are. the Honda Civics of the, <laughs> of the world, but I want a Nismo. Or I, want, I want the factory upgraded one, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I got a feeling if I buy that car, I'm going to get busted on a lot. But I really like the car, you know. They're nice. I like the 350Zs. <laughs> There's actually a car group here in Pittsburgh that's giving away one. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, what was it, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh car, car Scene? scene yeah. Yep. They're doing that sweepstakes thing. Yeah, they're doing the sweepstakes. That's a good-looking car. It is, you know? yeah. But I want the factory-tuned one. I want yeah. the oh, Nismo yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, I, I don't I blame want you. that one. You know what I mean? So, But you were talking about uh, putting some buckets in this car. Yeah, I have... Um, I'll, I guess I'll just leak the info mm -hmm. now. I have a Corbo. Oh, yeah, you don't have to leak anything. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's okay. It, if you okay. got people who are following your build, and you well, know. Well, by, <laughs> by the time you post this, I think I should have the seats, maybe. Okay, all right, um, perfect. But, uh, they're Corbo RX seats. Mm -hmm. um, I really like them. I think they're going to hold, hold me down pretty well. Right. Uh, but they are black, all black. Nice. And um, Are they the felt, or are they the, the like, pleather? The pleather. Yeah. Pleather with... Um, I think they have some inserts, some oh, okay. cloth inserts. Nice, but it's nice. mostly leather. So I think it'll flow well with when mm -hmm. I swap the panels. Yeah, because the panels actually come in this like perforated leather. Right. Um, but it's. I actually like to use that perforated leather because yeah. it was all over my my Type S. Yeah. You know, in yep. the seats and in the door panels as well. Mm -hmm. It's both good and bad. I mean, I, I think they were kind of in like the the phase when making the TLs of trying to find the right combination for the material. Right. Because, like, obviously, I mean, you're going to get your normal cracks here and there. Mm -hmm. But the whole interior, in general, the TLs are notorious for dash cracks. Okay. Um, and as soon as it sees some sun, it's, it's just going to crack. I don't right. know why. I Nissan just... has a big problem with those. Really? Yes. Okay. Nissan has a huge problem. Um, 
pretty much the Skylines and all the S chassis. Okay. They all because and it, it maybe it maybe the same reason. The the dash is so wide and so big. Yeah. That it just gets too much heat in it and it starts to crack. And that may be the same deal with yours. It might just be so big that yeah. it just you know. Well, I, I cover mine up with a dash, right. dash cover. Right. I, it looks like, uh, the, uh, what do you call it? Um, the Grand Canyon. Down there. Okay. <laughs> like a bunch of spider webs. In yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's so bad. Um, and so you were talking about taking out your back seat as well. Yeah, so the plan Because is, you do have a family, right? I do, but we, we but actually... But they don't ride in this. <laughs> we actually have four cars at the house right now, mm -hmm. right? One's my daily driver, one's okay. my wife's daily driver, and then I have a uh, beater to haul some stuff. It's okay. a Mazda what do you Okay. What do you daily drive? Uh, Nissan Altima. Nice. Yeah, okay. Nothing. Nothing too fancy. That's all right. Hey, man, but, you gotta have something that you drive every day. And the wife, we got her a, a 2016 Acura RDX. Oh, nice. And I had to get that just because one, it was an SUV, and mm -hmm. two, it has a very similar engine to mine, so very similar setup. So if anything were to happen to it, you know how to I fix know it. How to fix it. Exactly. Right. Perfect. Perfect. So, but, but yeah, yeah. So you're gonna take out the back seat. You're saying because so, nobody rides back here. Right. Anymore. No one rides back here anymore. I want to take out the back seat, um, but I don't want to expose the metal. Right. Framing behind mm -hmm. it or the body. So I was going to do similar to what I've seen. I think actually the Mustangs are very common with this is they put a seat cover in the back. Right. And it's yeah. just some, I don't know, plastic that's yeah, choose, Yeah, usually plastic we have with carpet. And then uh, I believe the Laguna Seca models came factory. You could get a rear seat delete oh. that they would actually put in. And it had a crossbar to stiffen up the back as well. Interesting. That actually bolted in. Um don't quote me on that. I'm sure there's some, <laughs> some Mustang guys out there. But I do know the Laguna Seca because I was going to buy a Laguna Seca. It came factory with it, and you would take it to the fat. Uh, you would take it to the dealership, and yeah. they would do all the swap for you to take it to the track. When you were done, you take it back, and then they would swap everything back for the street. That's awesome. Yeah. So you might want to look into that because I, I want to say there was a crossbar okay. back there that bolted in that stiffened up the rear as well. Okay. So, and then you got all kind of room back there. Right. Yeah. Do whatever you want. I mean, I know that they don't. I don't know any company that makes covers, seat right. covers, like a rear seat delete. Uh -huh. So I think I might have to do some custom work there. Or, like you said, reach out to another company that can do it. Right. Well, I mean, you did so well on the splitters. I, yeah, I, mean, I figured I'd try I my luck. I think you'd be all right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, maybe you work with fiberglass, maybe something a little yeah. bit, maybe a different media. But as long as you cover it, I mean, you're really, you know, not going to see the sins of... Mm -hmm. you know trying fiberglass for the first time which i don't know if you've tried fiberglass it's uh, i have yes it's <laughs> it's itchy it's very itchy yes very itchy uh so no big sound systems or anything like that in no. this no Stock not a big sound, sound system. system guy no I, that I was, was my generation how old are you um 26 okay yeah that was my generation i'm 37 my okay. generation was like all about the big sound well no i was <laughs> on my rsx i had two 12 inch subs mm -hmm. um but obviously, like, I, I thought about doing it, but I was like, mm -hmm. you know, weight reduction. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's really what you're building. It matters, about, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It does. It, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go with a theme, you might as well just, you know, take you gotta, it through. Yeah, exactly. I was actually thinking about that today. I'm, uh, I have a uh, 98 Turbo Eclipse that I'm shipping up here. At, uh, actually, my mom, she first bought in 98. Okay. And, you know, we've, we've only owned it. I was like, man, should I put like an old school, one of those old school, like big sound systems in the back of it? Because I'm not going to race it or anything like that. You know, I'm going to cruise it around the streets. And I'm like, nah, that's, that's really going to age me. <laughs> you know, with the big neon lights and everything like yep, that, yep. you know, to light everything up. So. That's coming back, though. I mean, it actually, is. it's already back now. Yeah, those neon truck lighting. guys, they run a lot of those neon lights yep. underneath. Neon lights are a thing again. Yeah, it's a thing. I don't. I won't join it. But. I don't hate the trend. You know, again, that's my, that's, you know, when I was. 
you know, out there street racing and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I mean, that was like the big deal, you know, Fast and the Furious. As long like, as it's tasteful, like I'm yes. okay with it. There are some that I've seen are pretty excessive. Yes, it goes a little a little far. Yeah, I'm not so big into like the wheel well light ups yeah. and the light li or the wheel light ups and stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. I like a good underbody, you mm -hmm. know. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So is the sunroof functional on this it as is, well? Yes, okay, it so is. everything everything works on the car. Yep. I always like to ask that question too because there's a lot of guys who do custom builds and then they are like, well, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. <laughs> no, yeah, everything works on this. Everything functions on the car, yep. which is great. Um, yeah, you got an upgraded shifter. That's about it. I did, yeah. I put a short shifter, actually. Okay. Is I mean, it upgraded transmission as well, or is it stock transmission? Uh, stock transmission, but I do have an upgraded clutch. Okay. Um, I was, about we, to, I was gonna ask you how many clutches board. have you gone through? Just one. <laughs> just one? Yeah. Okay. Well, I actually haven't really gone through it. I just wanted to replace it because it needs to hold more power. How many miles does it have on it? 178. Wow. Okay. Really? Yep. That's a good looking car. So for this the original the original owner was an old guy. Okay. Um, and I bought it for six K and it was at sitting at hundred and thirty thousand miles. All right. But it was garage kept um, for the most part and And it's it spent its whole life up here? Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. So it's stock, bone stock. So it was like, at the time, I didn't know, but it was the perfect platform for, you know, building because it was, no one's touched it before. It hasn't been beat up on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these are, cars like this are harder and harder to find. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Honda is a tank anyways. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Regardless of what car you're going to buy. Yeah, they've built, yeah, I mean, to find a clean, you know, anything Honda yeah. is hard to come by, but Acuras, no one really, they didn't really, because it was the upgraded model. Right. And... You know, the parents weren't buying kids luxury vehicles. Of course. You know what I mean? So the Acura is is really kind of the perfect one. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is funny, though, when people say it's an Acura, and then after break it to them, it's, a, it's really just a Honda. Right. It's just and a Honda. Like, what, what are you talking about? And I'm like, and then I have to spill the beans for everything else. Right. I'm like, Lexus, Toyota. Right. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you... <laughs> If you don't know that Honda builds Acura and Toyota builds Lexus at this yeah. point, you're just oblivious to the yeah. world. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, man, have you thought about uh, have you thought about swapping over to Honda badges or anything like that? No, I, I haven't seen anyone do that for this car, yep. and I think that's just because like there really isn't a Honda version of right. this. So let me ask you this: Is there a big market in Japan for a U.S. Acura over there? Like I, there is a JDM version I, of I wish, because then that would, you know, I'd, I'd take part in that business. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't think there really is. Um, and I'm actually kind of shocked just because, like we said, this is such a timeless body that, it I, is. that Acura made. It is. And I think their version, their platform was what the, uh, whatever their Accord was over there, right? Yeah. So I think it's the TSX here is what the okay. Accord is there. Okay. And same within Europe. And then what was, this platform is built on? Oh, no, no. It's, this okay. is still the Accord. But, okay, still the Accord, yeah. yeah. But the, I guess the six-cylinder Accord. Mm -hmm. The bigger version, yeah. right, I understand. Well, mm -hmm. let's move to the motor here, because okay. this, uh, this is where all looks like all the, all the time and money was spent, and I, <laughs> this is why I wanted to kind of save it for, for last, because it's awesome. So tell everybody about what you got going on here, because it's, it's a lot. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Let's start with, um, let's start with the engine. Okay. Um, this is actually just stock, stock internals. It's a J32A3, which is the, the engine that you would find in the Acura TL base from 04 to 08. Um, nothing special to it, really. Um, obviously, I mean, I painted things here right. and there. It looks nothing great. Special. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. Um, but yeah, so it's stock internals. Um, nothing's ported or polished yet. 
at least. Um, <laughs> I do have I do have another manifold sitting in my garage that that's gonna get taken apart and ported and polished. Okay. Um, I've never done that before. So a stock gonna, a stock uh, manifold. It's a Type S manifold. Type yeah. S manifold. So and you're gonna do the porting and polishing yeah. yourself? Good for you, man. So, so I'm gonna you. I'm gonna you know dabble in it and see if I can. <laughs> hey, why not? You know. But um. So I guess aside from the engine, um, this is actually no longer naturally aspirated, as we said. This is right. supercharged. It is supercharged. So um, down on the bottom, where the AC compressor used to be, mm -hmm. is your centrifugal supercharger. Mm -hmm. This is a Rotrex branded. Okay. It is a C3881, and um, you can kind of see the placement where the right. filter is. It so looks great. Yeah, underneath there, it, it fits real nice up in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it still fit before, but. Mm -hmm. Originally, it used to fit over on this side. Oh, okay. All right. So you had it flipped around. I had it flipped around because I, I just really didn't like how the, the hot air or the filter was just picking up all that hot air that was above the gotcha. pre-cat. Gotcha. Okay. Or I guess, so the other thing is, is these are pre called pre-cats, but in like anytime I talk to someone who's not Honda or not mm -hmm. like Acura, they call them headers. Oh, I got but you. But like technically, we don't have headers. Right. Because it's just a collector. Because it's just a big collector, yeah, yeah, that runs into it. Right. So I get in that argument all the time. They're like, dude, you have you have headers. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. It's, it's, a, it's a pre cat. Yeah. So what made you want to go with the supercharger? Um, mainly, it was just Over because... Over the turbocharger, I should say. Well, so the, the, the turbocharger support, community support, is like almost non-existent. Okay. Everyone who's done a turbocharger build or a turbo build um, is one-offs. And, mm -hmm. and they'll give you as much information as they can without trying to spoon feed you. Right. Which is fair. Yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. They built it. I get it. Um, but I, I decided to go with this because this was last year I made the decision. Um, and that was when I met fellow Acura TL owners in the Pittsburgh area. And I saw people were, you know, kind of modding their cars some more. Mm -hmm. So funny thing is, is actually this car was close to the bone stock aside from the uh, coilovers and wheels last year in october okay so all right. all, everything you're seeing right now was done in almost a year a year yeah <laughs> yeah so I, I spent a lot of time of course you know corona and yep. working from home kind of that kind of helped it kind of helped out yeah <laughs> you could just walk out you know you don't right. have a very long commute anymore right so but <laughs> but i decided there because there's some other people that are going for like the clean build mm -hmm. you know like they just they want it nice and clean but i right. wanted something a little bit different so mm -hmm. i was like i want to go on the performance side i've never owned a uh, force induction car okay and i've never driven one and I was like, this will be a great experience. Um, so I reached out to other people, and they actually said that there's a guy that supplies the supercharger kit ready to go. Wow. And so I talked to him. He's actually from Canton, Ohio. Um, his name's Andy for, from Gersey Bear Performance. Mm -hmm. Really cool guy. Uh, really nice guy. Very helpful, too. Shout out to Andy. Yeah, Good shout out him, to Andy. <laughs> um, he's doing a great job. And, and fun fact about him, um, if you've seen Fastest Car on Netflix, yes. I think season two, there's a Mini Cooper on there that has it's uh, J swapped. Oh, okay. And they that's uh, okay. Now I'm thinking of something. I'm thinking what was the other one where they did like it was like almost like American Ninja Warrior but for cars. I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh yeah, it was like the guy who won it was like a drift drift champion. They had a, a mini a couple of minis in there as well. Okay, but I know I what, what you're talking. talking about. Yeah, they go around those like specific courses. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sorry, we digressed. No, no, no that's okay. That's that. okay. <laughs> I was um, thinking it was that show. So he actually designed the kit for that Mini Cooper. Oh, okay. Well, actually, I guess they bought it from him because he already had it designed. Right. Um. So he was the consultant behind 
behind that car. Yeah. So, oh, but nice. they, I mean, it's it's unfortunate that they didn't really shout him out or anything. But oh, they didn't. No, they didn't. Oh, it's, yeah, it's man. A, but I mean, I'm all about propping guys up on this yeah. podcast. So yeah, prop him up, man. Shout out to Andy. And, and it's nice because he's he's similar to me and you. You know, he I mean, he works. He's a full time job. And he's just okay. just a side hustle for him. Right. Um. And he's a he's a systems engineer, I think. Oh. So he a lot of engineers build cars. Yeah, but I, I was kind of shocked when I heard it because you know normally when you think of like computer engineers, system engineers, you don't think of them like getting right grimy dirty. and dirty yep. and turning wrenches. So when I found out, and the more I talked to him, his mechanical knowledge, I was like, dude, you could be a mechanical engineer. <laughs> yeah, sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, so he he built these kits and he has different stages, um, stage one through four, and okay. each one obviously has power differences but also mm -hmm. requires more modifications yep. to your setup right which this, stage is this this is a stage one that requires no modifications to the engine at all that's nice this goes off stock internals it's running on uh, nine psi which Oof. is determined to be the safe uh, amount of pressure that you can run without you know messing blowing with, something up yeah, on the motor exactly yeah right yeah. and um originally he had them uh boost controlled via wastegate mm -hmm. on the uh, driver's side of the piping. Okay. After the intercooler. After the intercooler. But um, yeah. now it's just pulley controlled. Okay, yeah. So he did yeah, the calculations. And, and it's nice, too, because, like, you know, me being an engineer, I like to verify what I'm buying, especially mm -hmm. if I'm going to be spending a couple grand on it. Yeah, for sure. So um, I decided to, you know, back check his calcs, make sure everything's good. And they're, they're pretty good. So everything's working fine. It was a pretty pretty simple bolt in. Uh, did you you do it or did you? No, take yeah, it to him? I did it. I okay. did it. Yeah. Uh, he he did send me some pictures for reference. All right. Um, but I've already like replaced my AC compressor last year in the summer because I didn't have any AC and I was dying in my car. I got you. <laughs> I understand. So I, I already knew like okay, well I know how to take the AC compressor out. I've done everything. I was basically like I changed motor mounts. I'm pretty familiar with the surrounding parts of the engine, mm -hmm. so I said I'm going to do it myself. Perfect. Um, he sent me reference pictures. Uh, Basically, you know, the blowers bolt on. Uh, there is a, a few custom brackets, like especially for the intercooler. Okay. Uh, that I had to put in, or that he provided, but I had to locate Yeah, myself. you have to locate. Um, I think the only really thing that I really had to fab up for, like, custom modify myself was the fuel pump. Um, I am running an AEM 340 uh, fuel pump, and it's actually mounted in the OEM, like, sending unit okay oh nice and with held up by a couple zip ties actually <laughs> <laughs> hey zip ties are the best man hey, it, hey, i mean it works you know it works hey man if if it works it's not stupid if it works right right you know and i have no issues with it obviously i've been driving this thing around i take corners when i need to and mm -hmm. i take them hard and you know i haven't had any issues with that fuel pump right exactly um but a lot of people get confused when they hear this on the road um, because they hear that blow off valve. Mm -hmm. It's very obnoxious, very loud. Yeah, I heard it when we were when we were driving. I, I definitely heard it in there, and I was kind of wondering what that was. And now that you said blow off valve, I'm like, oh, okay. Because when you got into the boost, it completely turned itself off. Right. Yeah. And then you can. It, it was more of a. It sounded more like a a supercharged car. Right. Yeah. And and a lot of people like when you think of supercharger, you think of that wine, right? Right. And uh, of course, I don't get that from here, but mm -hmm. the trade-off is I get a nice loud blow-off valve. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, and it's funny because originally I had it pointed towards the engine, mm -hmm. and I was like, you know what? Let's let's uh, let's make this more obnoxious and point right. it outside, <laughs> and make so sure I stay in the knows. slow lane, <laughs> so everyone knows. And it's funny because uh, I actually have a handful of times where people have pulled up on me, thinking it's just you know sure. naturally aspirated. Yeah, yeah, all show, no go. And um, and it's actually a lot of STIs around here that do it. Oh, you know they try and those bully STI me. guys, man. They try they... and bully me, <laughs> and um, 
And then, you know, I give them the hard break because I don't want to race. But uh -huh. then they cut me off, so then I get in the other lane, and then I just take off as fast as I could. Right. But I make sure they hear the blow-off valve. So they can, yeah. Normally so they, they back off. On. Yeah, that. exactly. At, at some point, I'm going to have to find the ultimate STI up in, the, in this Western PA area. You should, you should. Because he'll be like the king STI. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, no, one, no one can mess with or and anything. I, I feel like they get so much shade to here. They do, man. And, and we got to show them a little <laughs> bit of love. You know what I mean? Yes, that's true. Hey, look, man. Before I moved up here, I, uh, when I was in, in Houston going to college, I really love those STIs, yeah. man. I thought they were hot looking. The hawk-eyed ones. Oh, yeah. That's when I was when I was going to school. I thought those were hot cars, and my buddy had one. I was like, man, this thing is fast, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And then I moved up here, and then we, you know, I, we talked a little bit about with Barno. I, I feel like every car is an STI now. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot. Is it just? I mean, I don't know if it's a performance package anymore, or just you know, outside kind of like Mercedes is doing with AMG. You can get an AMG anything now, and it's just a appearance package. The yep. real ones come with the motor and everything and i don't know i feel like they've watered down that sti logo exclusiveness a yeah. yes I know what you yeah mean. yeah a little hard you yeah. know what i mean but uh but no so was the motor pretty much cleaned up like this or have you done any cleaning oh up yeah so actually i did this recently okay um this was part of my like second winter project okay uh, right. i wanted to yeah because the motor looks clean well i, I it didn't yeah. <laughs> it really didn't uh before prior to me painting all this stuff um but obviously when i when i um installed the blower and did uh, some engine work or not engine work but did some installation i had most of the parts off so like the valve covers were already painted okay prior to recently same with the intake manifold this right uh, intake and you plate. painted all that you painted all this yourself yeah yeah, yeah. Looks good. Um, i know it's not like the the best quality because there nah. are some spots but you know it, it, it looks good man it's a motor yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh but recently what i did was um it was i was seeing a lot of oxidation on the transmission and yep. the cylinder heads I was like, you know what? Um, I was actually, it was nice enough for a car group to invite me to be part of World of Wheels for next year. Oh, yeah, okay. So, so you're going to do that? Yeah, so yeah, they, they offered me a that, spot. Man. Oh, awesome, man. And um, I was like, I can't present my car here with it looking like this. Yeah. So I had to do something about it. And um, and I tried looking online and seeing how people paint their engines mm -hmm. and like transmissions. Mm -hmm. And every video I'm seeing, is is it's on a rotating uh, uh what do you call it stand yeah yeah a little stand yeah just and they can just stand i'm yep. like okay that doesn't help me because right. i'm not pulling my engine out okay yeah so i decided that i'm gonna which those muscle car guys it, i can pull out a motor in like 30 minutes now oh, must be nice. so to be able to do that that's what i do that's how i paint all mine because yeah. I, I pull them out and paint it all yeah to get all around i mean it. it makes sense to do it that way. right exactly but you couldn't take you don't have that advantage no i don't you know? um so actually my garage height is like seven and a half feet okay so i can't really fit a, like a crane yep, in there a crane in there um, yep. and then I'll, I'll, i obviously can't jack the car up that high too right Right. So I'm limited with the space, so I decided to um, tape off and you know put as much newspaper slash paper right. to cover up all the parts, and I just um, I you, just painted the yeah. I was about to say, you, did you undo all the hoses? and Everything. everything? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I man, actually re great. I rewrapped the um, wiring harnesses too because it was like faded and cracked. Oh, okay, so. yeah, man, it looks great. Um, the motor looks phenomenal and actually if you if you wanted to see the process anyone that's listening right now you can go on my youtube channel because oh, i've actually documented Perfect. how i did it because i like i said i saw no one do it on youtube so i said i'm gonna take yeah, advantage might as of well. it yeah and if someone wants to do it yeah here's exactly. a here's a little hack exactly so how about this strut tower brace here was this factory or yeah that's factory. Okay. that's just it's just painted uh burnt okay. copper and bht I think yeah. that's their their color 
Um, and you said you upgraded uh, upgraded your radiator now. So you I have did. a smaller radiator. I do have a smaller radiator, and that's mainly because the uh, the filter placement that I had, I was getting high intake air temperatures, like closer to like one. Which hurts hurts boosted cars. Yes, it does. It yep. really does. Um, and that, and I'm not trying to like you know say anything bad about the kit. I mean, the right. kit works perfectly fine how mm -hmm. it is. So you have nothing to worry about if anyone is interested in getting this. This is just a personal preference of mine that if I can lower the intake air temperatures, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a cheap and easy trick. Right, you know? but I mean, there is a trade-off because you have to run a smaller radiator, so mm -hmm. now you have to worry about overheating. Right. And as of now, I'm still in the testing process. Yes, yeah, we blew a fuse. We did we blow driving. a fuse, <laughs> yes, yes. So I need to up the fuse, uh, the amps and the fuse. Hey, this is what happens when you build custom cars. You yeah. run into, you upgrade this, and then you got to upgrade that. Yep. You got to upgrade this and upgrade that. Yep. But, for, you know... I mean, that's, that's pretty nice that you can run forced induction, run, you know, stock internals, and then the stock transmission as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, know? right. So the, the gearing and the transmission is stock. That's okay. correct. Um, I do have a stage three clutch in there. Okay. It is spec branded, spec or spec stage three plus actually is what it is. Nice. Um, and it's, I think, capable of holding like upwards to 500 plus horsepower or torque. I forgot what the exact specs were, but I knew that the OEM clutch is only capable of holding up to like 350 wheels. Okay. The wheels. Yeah, so you have to upgrade it. You have to, I have you to have upgrade it. Um, so what is this thing putting down? Because I don't uh, think we, we've advertised what it's putting down. At this as point. of now, I'll, I'm gonna be brutally honest, like okay. I haven't actually taken it to a dyno, mm -hmm. but um, I have been using that virtual dyno, dyno program mm -hmm. that a lot of people use, which has like what, like a 3% right. error? Yeah, error to it. And so long as you get the weight down and you know, mm -hmm. the conditions, around 420 to the wheels, Okay. What, where we're at. Um, I do have plans to take it to a dyno next year after I do an injector swap. So, so right now next, yeah. I'm actually maxed out of duty cycle at 6,200 RPM, but my red line's at 68. Okay. So, and obviously you don't ever want to be maxed out or close to the max out no. on your injectors. No, no, no. Um, Not, then you're just starving the motor and you're asking for problems. Exactly. Point. Right, right. <laughs> and fortunately, like I don't beat on the engine or beat on the car at all mm -hmm. too much. I mean, I know we did a few pulls. On the right highway, yeah for sure yeah well you have to i mean you built yeah, it for yeah. that i mean you right. gotta do it you know? but i'm not like you know i'm not really like pedal to the metal <laughs> right all, all the time and so how did how hard was it and that may be a question for the guy who designed this how hard was it integrating it into the VTEC to to be able to work um with it? i think that's more of like a tuner tuner deal the tuner yeah deal. yeah and then you said it's just tuned correct? yeah this yeah, is he's, tuned by uh his name's derek robinson he's he's from uh innovative motor works down in carlisle mm -hmm. um shout out to derek because he did a phenomenal job i actually haven't met the guy in person but right. I mean, he's he's just really good to work yeah. with through email and info. So what you sent? Uh, did he send a, a tune over, and you just you plugged it in and tuned yeah, it? Yeah. So okay. I uh, this is tuned with a Honda Flash Pro. Oh, nice. Um, and the the process was basically he sent you a starting calibration, mm -hmm. and that just kind of give you that that lets you drive the car carefully. Right. Know, don't beat on it. And from there, you just do. I did like thirteen rev revisions. Oh, wow. And, okay, um, back and forth. And I made sure that I was driving the same road when I did a pull if I had to. Oh, nice. So that way we can keep the uh, the data consistent mm -hmm. to an extent. Yeah, I mean, that's the big the big deal with these cars is making sure it's tuned properly. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that is, I think that's the most overlooked, you know, portion of them. Right. Everybody's like, I'm just going to bolt it on and I'm just going to go driving. Right. And the computer's going to figure it out. I'm like, mm. No, uh, not you when you start something. getting into the boosted application. Yeah, no, that's how you blow something. <laughs> but um, as far as like the integration with VTEC, um, 
I mean, when we, when you were riding the car, you couldn't really tell. No, when I engaging. couldn't. Yeah. And he purposely tunes it so that the power band's smooth. You don't see that like big spike. Yeah, yeah. I remember in my in my RSX when that VTEC hit. I mean, it was a clear <laughs> a clear deal. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like it like pulled like so much harder or anything. But you, it was a clear <laughs> sound difference, yeah, yeah. and you could clearly you know feel it. And then when you hit it, I yeah, I couldn't tell. And I think what, actually VTEC is only on the exhaust side. Not mm -hmm. on the intake side for the for okay. this for this for engine. this motor. Oh, okay. All right. I'm pretty sure that's that's what this is. Okay. Um, right. But yeah, I think I think the only other thing I missed in here was the motor mounts too. I'm running uh, innovative motor mounts. They're 75 a stiffness, so that when we were riding in the car, it was right. a little bit bumpy, but not too bad. I didn't bad think it was too bad. Really? I mean, I've ridden in solid car, you know, solid motor mount cars. Um, I had a, a drag car, the uh, a Monte Carlo, had sought. And I mean, you could just feel every time that thing was turning over. I yeah. mean, you could feel it. I mean, it was it was, and I mean, some may have to do with your seats and stuff like that true, because true. it is a, it's a luxury car at the right. end of the day, you know. But you know, the whole thing, the suspension, it, the suspension wasn't bouncy. This wasn't beating me up. Um, you know, like we talked about Barno's. You know, the the one I just did on the Evo. You know, you could probably drive that thing for half a day, but you're gonna come out of it and you're gonna feel a little beat up <laughs> afterward. You know. This one, I feel like you can just drive all day and just, you know, yeah, get out of it. Yeah. I feel great, you know, comfortable car. I think the longest I've been in the car since I've done all this is like maybe an hour 45 commute. All right. Yeah. What, uh, how many miles have you put on it since you've, you've done the upgrades, the motor upgrades? Um, I want to say maybe s less than 7,000. Less than 7? And yeah. you had to do no motor work. You haven't had to change seals or... Yeah, no. Nothing. Well, I mean, I did change, like, the valve cover seals, but no, right. like, no, nothing, like, internal. No. Okay. I nice. haven't had to take off those cylinder heads yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'm actually very grateful and thankful for that. Wow, it's but Honda, I, Honda stuff, man. It's the best. I'm, I am going to run this for a little bit, and then I'm just going to... I'm going to buy another motor, and I'm going to build it. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask you, so what, what's next for this car right here? Uh, probably, yeah, like I said, I'm probably just going to buy um, a 3.5, 3.5 liter. Okay, upgrade it. Yeah, what are you shooting for? Um, I want to get to 500 to the mm -hmm. wheels, um, whether that be on 93 octane or on, you know, ethanol, mm -hmm. get me there, <laughs> get you there, <laughs> get me there. What, what's it going to take to get to the next, to the next level? Honestly, uh, to, at least to make it to 500 right now, I could probably just run a E85 and I'd get pretty, pretty close. Okay. Um, I think, would you feel comfortable on this motor with that? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's already been proven. Actually, a lot of the people, uh, so what the, um, the guy that sells these kits, mm -hmm. the stages that he offers, he goes by one, two, three, four, but then there's right. intermediate ones like 1 1.5, 2.5. Oh, okay, nice. Each of those 0.5s are ethanol kits. So um, fortunately, I actually already have a fuel pump that's capable of uh, using E85. Um, so I don't really have to do anything except for change the injectors and then the fuel lines. Oh, that's nice. And after that, yeah, we're on E85. And then you could potentially get the 500. Closer, yeah. I, I think uh, where I'm sitting now, I'd probably be around 480, right. 7480. Right. But um, I'm only running like a two and two and a half inch exhaust. So if I, you know, if I bump that to three, mm -hmm. I might get a couple more. A couple more horsepower out of yeah. it. A little, breathe a little bit better. Maybe a smaller pulley instead of running nine. Maybe push it just a little bit. Nah, okay. All right. All right. Hey, look. If you're gonna buy a new motor, I mean, you might as well see what it does. Exactly. You know? Yeah. We were... say what one psi is equivalent to what around 20 horsepower. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, I mean that might just be it right there. You know yeah, I mean? you bump it up a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, if you're gonna grenade the motor and you know you got a new one, yeah, exactly. might as well have a little fun with it and exactly. see what it'll take. You know, if anything, you could uh, show everybody else like, 
Okay, look, 11, 11 PSI is the max this thing takes, and it, it explodes, and this yeah. is what happens. <laughs> That's a YouTube video, right? There you go. <laughs> Be the guinea pig and just do the testing. That's exactly right. Yep. That's exactly right. So what's your, uh, what's your wife think about this car? Um, she's, imp <laughs> she's impressed by it, actually. Okay, all right. Um, I, I like to think that she's proud of it. <laughs> but, um, I mean, she's not upset, and she definitely thinks it's nice. And um, honestly, I have to give her, like, a huge shout-out and thanks to her because, like, she's been very supportive through mm -hmm. this process. Um, and, and not a lot of other, like, couples or, like, regardless of married, you know, if you're just dating or if you're engaged. Right. Not a lot of couples um, see eye-to-eye -eye when it comes to passions and like hobbies <laughs> and i know we don't see eye to eye on this she doesn't understand why i like cars so much but she definitely supports me and um i'm really thankful for that that's good we always yeah. like to shout out to the wives on this of course i'm gonna have a woman on here at some point you I've, should. Been, I've been i've been trying to track down a couple that kind of build some cars yeah. and i want to get the the other side like yeah. the dude side <laughs> can you imagine like dating a car girl who's out there every day and oh you're yeah. like i don't get that and your dude? I mean, I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> that would be an interesting one. That would be very. It would be. It would be. It would be. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. But so you're going to be at World of Wheels. You said yes. I think they push it back to March now, right? February. Oh, February. February. Okay. Last week of February. Okay. Last weekend of February. Yeah, man. I'm going to be there <clears throat> trolling for cars for sure because that's again oh, where sure. I find. I mean, I'll be there with my camera. So. Awesome, man. Awesome. This is great. Yeah. And then tell everybody a little bit more about your YouTube channel. You know, so they know uh, um, how they, how do they find you? I should say. You know. Okay, yeah, so my, my YouTube channel is uh, JSANT, it's J-S-A-N-T, um, or you could do the uh, URL and then just, I think it's backslash or forward slash, whichever one. Backslash, yeah. Uh, JSANT033, J-S-A-N-T033. Um, and then from there, you will see uh, some videos that are like music content from okay. way back when. What kind of music? Uh, mainly R&B. Okay, I like R&B. Um, I, I like I'm a big R&B guy. You are? Yes. Oh, great, great. Yeah, so uh, when Jen gets in the car, so I got a, uh, from work, yeah. I have a, uh, a new work truck that had, I've never had Sirius XM or anything. I've only had old cars really my whole life. Yeah. So I had Sirius XM and I'm like, oh, like going through all the channels, I'm like, Four of my presets are all R&B and like groove and stuff like that. <laughs> That's She's good. Like, what are you listening to in here? I'm like, hey man, this is what I like. I mean, you know, that, that like, Mid '90s, late '90s, yes. R&B, early, early 2000s. 2000s. That's the best. Man, give me some of that right That's there. That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do like some of the music now, but like you can't go wrong with the, no. the yeah. late '90s and no, early 2000s. no, no, no. Those guys were that was a different. And level so, right if you there. watch some of my videos, you'll okay. you'll I actually covered most of those early. Not most, but. Most of the songs I do cover are like early 2000s. Okay, perfect songs. Okay, um, well, I'm gonna but, have to get on there and look at that. I but, just looked at your car stuff. I didn't but those are that. old videos, <laughs> and uh, only recently, because it's Christmas time, I decided mm -hmm. to make a Christmas medley. Oh, awesome! Yeah, man. but uh, other than that, yeah, you'll see your, my car stuff on there. Um, most of what we're talking about now, I've also covered in those videos. Okay. Um, so if anyone missed it and you don't feel like rewinding, or you do feel like seeing mm -hmm. me talk. <laughs> then you can check out the videos too. Hey man, YouTube has become just a great way to, you know, educate yourself yeah. on, you know, things you don't know. So I'm in the middle right now of rebuilding uh, a 70 Chevelle. So it burned up um, about four years ago, five years ago, Thanksgiving time. Oh. So it burned up, it was an all original car, like gorgeous, you know what I mean? It was like my dream car, it was my first muscle car I ever bought. And I had done a little bit of work to it here and there, cleaning it up. Well, it, it, it got in a fire. <clears throat> so everything on the interior burned. Like all your connectors, all your little plastic pieces, things like that, all done. So about two weeks ago, I cleaned out my garage and I got it you know, set up to go do this, to go restore it and everything. 
And so I started with the doors. And the amount of little clips and plastic pieces and stuff, I'm like, how? You know, I'm reading the manual. I'm like, how the hell yeah, am I going to figure this it? out, you yeah. know? Man, I got on YouTube. This dude breaks down this Chevelle door, like each individual part. I'm like, man, I must have watched that video 10 times. Yep. I'm like, okay, I need to order this, this, and this, and this. And it's free. Yeah. I'm like, this guy right here, you know, mm -hmm. I shouted out to him. I'm like, man, you, you know, dude, that guy was. It's helpful. People, it's very helpful, man. And it's good you that know? people do post, like, DIYs and how-tos. Right. My, sure. my channel is not so much, like, um, like DIYs and how-tos. Mm -hmm. I just I'm just kind of showing like the process of like what I'm doing with it. Yeah, but it um, it, it, it gives everybody else ideas. Ideas, right? That's what I, that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Because uh, like some people ask me like, yo, can you post a how-to video of like this? And I had to message them back and be like, that's there's already videos on YouTube yeah, on for how to it. Do it. And yeah. I was like, I tried to like avoid repeating, repeating someone stuff. else's content. Right. Because one, I'm stealing their thunder. Yeah. And two, it's just like, you know, it's, I don't think it's worth the time to do it right exactly yeah and i mean when i <clears throat> when i started this podcast i'm with you i must have listened to a million podcasts on cars and it was either really high-end guys that were coming in that are like millionaires they're like yeah i got this jag and this ferrari and this and that or it was like four dudes in their basement talking about hondas all day long yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and i was like there's really nothing and i didn't want to replicate somebody's stuff because exactly. there's a reason they're probably already good at it you yeah. know what i mean so yeah, but what you're doing is great, man, I, and that's thank you. It, it being a content creator is not easy. It's I'm, not, I'm learning. No. <laughs> it really much, isn't. You know, and it, I catch myself like late at night, like trying to think of ideas for yes. the next video, and like unfortunately, you have to do that. Some people just think like, oh, it's so easy, you just point and click your your mm -hmm. camera and just yeah. start shooting. But right. honestly, you have to like think of the outline in your head. Yeah, try and I'm, lay it out. Yeah, and try to figure out what's next, right? Because uh, for you, it costs money to go do an upgrade on your car. Yes. Yeah. It's not a free video to just show up and, right. hey, man, I'm here, and right. this is what it is. Or people know? will ask me, can you cover of how you, like, how you change your motor mounts? I'm like, you, I'm not taking my You want me to take mounts. my car apart? Yeah, yeah. I'm not taking it apart again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, buy me the, sponsor me. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Buy me some new motor mounts, and then I'll do it, and, you know, I'll shout out to you. you yeah, exactly. Do whatever you need to do. But, no, I mean, I, I'm the same way. You know, I'm constantly looking for cars and constantly looking for interesting stuff. And after Varno, I really, I was like, man, you know, I didn't know I'm going into to winter time and I'm kind of learning how to do this. Yep. So uh, I've been shouting out to people on Instagram and seeing see what, what all's out there at this yeah. point. You and know? I, I do like that you're doing this too because, yeah, yeah we, the, we don't get, like guys like us and what right. we do, we don't get enough recognition. No. Not, not that we're focused on it. Yeah. You know, because honestly, I, I highly doubt that like 90% of the people that are doing this are just doing it for themselves because it's a mm -hmm. hobby. Yeah, for sure. But like it doesn't get recognized. Right. You know. And we're building on a budget and everything like yeah. that. You know, it's not <clears throat> I don't have a hundred grand to go give to Cape you know, Ken uh Ken Dig over yeah, there yeah, and yeah. like, hey man, build me this truck. You right. know what I mean? I, I don't I don't have that. So. Plus you, you kinda like well, I mean, if you're hands on, you lose that experience right. of like learning it. If on it your breaks, own. how are you gonna fix it? Exactly. I don't know how this works. You you're yeah. on someone else's <laughs> schedule now. Right. So, and that's a, one of the questions I didn't ask you was, how much do you think you have in this car? Because I always like to ask that question. Um, <laughs> and if you don't want to say no, no, because no. your wife's listening, no. <laughs> no, she, well, that's, that's what's so great about it is that she was with me during these decisions. Okay, <laughs> all right, nice, nice, um, nice. Actually, this is, this is a common question that I get asked a lot, okay. and I, I would probably put it, as of today, roughly around $9,000. Man, that's a steal, man. And that's a, aside from the price of the car. That's a steal. Yeah. So you probably so you got probably uh, fifteen in it, car yeah, and 15, car and upgrades. Right around fifteen, right? That's a steal, man. I yeah. mean, anything under twenty grand that you're gonna go out and have yeah. fun with and be unique. 
And, and it's still, you know, it's still like you said, it drives pretty, pretty it's, good. It, it like drives OEM. phenomenally. Like, yeah, you, I mean, not, you could go, you could go take this out to dinner with your wife. And oh like, yeah, yeah, be perfectly fine with it. The only, the only downside to it is during the summer because I don't have air conditioning anymore. Okay, yeah, um, that's true. But you know, that's what. The but you live in PA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You roll down the windows, you're fine. <laughs> right. You know what I mean, that's. I don't have uh, AC in any of my old cars, and we yeah. don't, we don't fry. So yeah, yeah you don't need it. Sorry. <laughs> if it's a hot day, you just don't take it. Yeah. Whatever. Exactly. But that's good, man. No, I mean that's uh, that's what this is all about. You know, I was looking for dudes who are just you know building stuff in their garage, man. It looks great. Yep. This is a, it's a good looking car, man. It's Thank a good looking you. car. So tell everybody where they can find you again one more time, so they know. Um, as far as like social media, yeah, or? social media and everything. So yeah. if you guys want to check my stuff out, uh, my Instagram is base six mt. That's B A S E six mt. Right. And that's my Instagram. Um, You'll also find my personal profile in there if you are interested in checking that out too. <laughs> I'll accept your follow. Nice. But uh, it, it's uh, mainly my car Instagram page and then YouTube, which mm -hmm. again, JSANT033. Um, and that's that's basically it. Yep. Yeah. And your YouTube, you're going to be doing some some new stuff and yeah. showing everybody what what the deal is. Trying and, to stay um, original. And... Yeah, you got to. You got to. Yeah. And I'm going to take plenty of pictures uh, of this car. So I, after this, uh, you know, like I said, I'm going to take a lot of pictures. It's a little dirty, but I don't care. It it's looks okay. I mean, I, I brought stuff to kind of wipe it, give it a quick wipe. Yeah, it still to. looks beautiful. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful yeah. car. So uh, I'm going to take plenty of pictures. RadRidePodcast.com. Um, I think everybody everybody listens to this. They know my Instagram and everything like that. Yeah, so, there you, go, you know man. what I mean? But I, pre I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. This has been great, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. you. Might have to get your Mustang yeah, uh, next if you can. <laughs> nice, man. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did when we made this. Jonah is a great guy. Get online. Get on his YouTube channel. Get on the website, www.radridespodcast.com. Click on his car to see the full feature and write up on it. If you have any questions, please email the podcast, radridespodcast at gmail.com. Go online, follow him on Instagram, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook, follow him on Facebook. You can see everything that we have going on there. If you have a really cool car that you think would be worthy of being on the podcast and you're in the uh, northeast midwest area because i do travel over there for work sometimes and uh, i'd be glad to talk to you if you think it's worthy uh, please hit me up uh, i'm always looking for really cool cars and uh, always looking for really good guys since it is winter time i don't have any car shows to go to and check out cars so i'm really just trolling instagram and trolling online right now to see who i can pick up but again, thank you so much for listening. And if you have any questions, please email the podcast or please follow us and ask us directly.